Satan thinks he has us in checkmate. Might be a family situation or finances or health. Something we're going through, maybe the factory closed where we worked 20 years or your spouse has walked in and said, you know, I don't love you anymore. Or you walked in the doctor's office and he says, I'm sorry, you have cancer. There's nothing we can do. Or you find out your child's on drugs. Or There's any number of scenarios we can come up with today. But it seems as though hell is laughing at us. It seems like hell is rejoicing and saying, I've got you in checkmate. There's no hope for you. Of course, the beautiful story in all of that is they looked at Calvary one day, a place called Golgotha, the place of the skull, where there really was not three but several crosses assembled, but three prominent crosses, a thief on either side, and in the middle, one they called Jesus of Galilee, the Nazarene, and the king of the Jews. And he was hanging on that cross. And of course, we know eventually the soldier's spear pierced his side. The last bit of blood he had came out. And they took him and they laid him in Joseph Arimathea's tomb. Uh, a borrowed tomb. Didn't even have his own tomb. And they closed it. It was really more of a hole in the ground. And they closed the rock. I love it when you talk about Jesus in the cave. And they closed the, the rock, the covering over that. And they set a, a seal on it. Because there was so much political controversy concerning Jesus, of course, that he would rise from the dead. So they, they set a seal on it and put a soldier on guard so that uh, the Jews couldn't come or his disciples couldn't come and steal him in the middle of the night, portraying something that really didn't take place. Well, you know the story. Of course, down in hell, they were rejoicing. Anybody that played chess down there was yelling, chessmate, or excuse me, checkmate. 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 We got him. The Son of God came. See, the, the demons knew who Jesus was. Did you know that? See, Satan also knows something. Oh, we just go this way a little bit today. The Satan also knew something that, um, that unfortunately a lot of believers don't know. And that is that the, the earth is ours. See, back in Genesis when God gave us the, 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 the earth, and all authority and dominion over the earth. You can read that in Genesis when you go home. He never took it back. You can read all through the Bible. Yeah. He never took it back. God never took it away from us. He gave it to us. Of course, we messed it up. And then we want him to come clean it all up. We want him to let us go in the, in, into, the, into the dining room. We want God to come and we've made a mess of this place and we want to go in the dining room and have a big feast and then because we're such a bunch of little children, clean it up for us. Well, I got some raised eyebrows right now, so I won't get much into that. But I want you to know that God has promised us the earth. The earth God made the earth for us. It's our, do you know that the earth used to be Satan was the choir leader. I don't know if you knew that or not. Satan was the choir leader, the most coveted position of the angels to lead praise unto God. And praise came from the earth. We'll break this all down for you sometime, Scripture, if you'd like. But praise came from the earth. And, and Satan, and it's suggested 
that a third of the angels belong to the choir. Well, okay, so we've got Satan, Lucifer, uh, leading praise from the earth. The earth was a beautiful place. It was a gorgeous place. See, any place where people pray, oh, this is so good. Any people were, just take these nuggets, all right? And any place praise goes forth turns into a beautiful place. Even if it's not a beautiful place, if praise goes forth, it turns into a beautiful place. See, if more people would drop to their knees and begin to praise God before they headed to the divorce courts, there'd be a lot more marriages that would be healed. If a lot more people would, would drop to their knees and praise God after the doctor pronounced cancer, rather than going out to pick out their burial plot, a lot more people would be healed. If a lot more people would drop to their knees and begin to praise God instead of uh, uh, looking for a, a, a program to lock their kids away in because they was a drug at it, a lot more kids would be set free where there is praise there is power there is power where there is praise because where there is praise there is his presence and where there is his presence there are miracles ready to happen amen y'all get anything out of this so far it's all right let's straight from the holy spirit so it ought to be good <laughs> so well let's go back to stupid or i mean satan I mean, you got to be stupid thinking you're going to take a third of, you think you're going to take heaven away from God, right? You can't, I mean, there's a few french fries missing in that happy meal. <laughs> so, we know, of course, that Satan was kicked out of heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And where'd he, what did he do? He headed right back to the most beautiful place he knew. He headed right back to earth. Well, now, in time God did something kind of cool he made man and woman actually God never ever ever called them Adam and Eve that was Adam's mess up thinking they ought to be separated so he called her Eve did you know God called him Adam see if this was Adam and Eve he'd say hello Adam hello Adam he looked on them equally all you women libbers that wanting equality, I tell you, run to the throne room of God because there's nobody that has more equality for men and women than God. He, he looks at it the same. Well, Adam created a mess, but we'll, 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 leave the, we'll, we'll pick that up some other time. So, so Satan headed right back down to the earth, but when he got here and he was doing his thing, all of a sudden, here comes Adam and Eve, and he was sitting there, and he was listening when God said, Now I give you dominion over everything. I give you authority over everything. Now Satan is sitting there saying, Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. See, here's what's cool. God didn't even take the time to kick Satan off the earth. He created a couple punks. And gave them the power to do it. He didn't even send Michael and the angels after him. He just said, here, let me take a little bit of dust. Let me take some dirt. Think about this for a moment. You know, Satan's feeling all bad. I got the earth. I got the earth. Most beautiful place there is next to heaven. I'm bad. 
God's smiling. He said, let me show you how powerful you are. Bring forth the mud. Satan's watching him. What, 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 what's he doing? See, Jesus and the Holy Spirit were both there. Holy Spirit was there because he's the activator in the Godhead. You understand that? When the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the earth, that's when. Of course, Jesus was there because he's the Word. So they're all, you know, doing Play-Doh. And the devil said, "Say, I thought you was going, I'm getting there, give me a minute. They're just doing their Play-Doh hour. And, and I, I believe Jesus said, let's, let's put on some big ears. And God said, no, now, quit that. They're going to go through life being known as Dumbo. He trimmed them up. I could have fun with this, but I won't. All right. So, they're all done, and then gone, breathed into them. Yeah, that's when they started breathing. That's God gave them oxygen, right? No, 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 no. God's a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. He didn't breathe. He didn't breathe oxygen into him. God would get... He breathed what? He breathed a portion of himself in. That's right. He gave them the God life. He breathed a portion into them. And all of a sudden, they rose up. Adam did. He rose up. And, and God gave. And then, of course, Eve came from her. You know why God took a rib out of Adam? Because he always meant for Eve to be right beside him. So here they are. They don't even have clothes on. They're naked. They had no clothes on. They're dumb as a box of rock because they didn't have any knowledge. And yet God just gave them all power and authority, not only over everything, but also over everything creeping thing and if ever the devil was a creeping thing he is definitely that creep and the devil said this won't do I mean it ain't gonna work these two punks ain't gonna take care of me so he dressed himself up presented you know the story dressed himself up presented anyway through that whole process I gotta move on here through the whole process he talked them into giving him authority back Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, see, any time you believe the devil rather than obey God, you have just given Satan authority to mess up your life. That's good. Only in this case, they messed up the whole earth for us, all right? Okay, you with me so far? So, we're, we're, we're talking, how do we get into all this? So we're talking them about, oh, Jesus. Jesus is in, 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 they think he's in the grave. Oh, I was telling you that the the demons knew who Jesus was. The reason I get that is because, that's before I went off in that diatribe. 
They, because one time Jesus was casting some demons out. And you know what they said to him? They said, whoa, we know who you are. You're the Son of God. Now, they weren't into praising the Lord. They were making a point of order. The point of order was, wait a minute, you're Jesus, you're the Son of God. You don't have any authority on this earth. You gave all authority to men and women. So what are you as God doing down here intervening and countermanding your law? This was all by conjecture. And if you countermand your law, your word, then you cease to exist. Because God is His word, and His word is God. If God did not keep His word, He would cease to exist. That was my doctoral dissertation. All right, so anyway. So these demons are contesting Jesus. You're the Son of God. You don't have any business being down here. You know what Jesus said? Oh, I know, but we're changing the rules. No, He didn't say that. You know what he told us? Shut up and come out. Because Jesus didn't come as a son of God. He came as a man. Why did he come as a man? Because it was men that had authority over all the earth. See, Jesus just didn't come to die on the cross for our sins. He also came as an example to show men and women the kind of authority they could walk in on this earth in a real relationship with God. That is, they would have a real relationship. Amen? So we've got Jesus again. We've got Jesus and he's, and he's, he's in the tomb and he's dead and the demons and Satan are having a pate. I couldn't be limber if I wanted to be. Oh, well, excuse me, Leroy Brown. So they're having a party, and, you know, they got it all going on. And, you know, I told you this. And then all of a sudden, there's a... And Satan says, did somebody knock on the gates of hell? And, and one little old demon walked up and said, I believe I heard it too. And so Satan said, go see who it is, would you? He said, I don't want to leave the party. Probably had a real high, I don't want to leave the party. Said, go on, go on. You ain't any fun anyway. Go, go see who it is. I don't know who in the world it could be, but go, go see who it is. And so he, he, he ran down there, and pretty soon here he come running back. They want to want a big bag. The devil slapped him. He said, "What's wrong with you? What in the world is going on?" So, Pastor, you ain't teaching me anything. Oh, I am. If you'd listen right now, I am. Of course, we know it was Jesus. 
we know it was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we know that he was back to get the keys to death, hell, and the grave that Satan stole in the Garden of Eden. And he made a show of it openly. Just like God created a man and a woman out of the dust of the ground to take back the earth from the devil. Now this time God used a single man walking in full authority. We know that he was Christ, but he became a man and was tempted in all points like as unto we are. He became a man and he walked on this earth and a man who had been beaten had his back laid open, his forehead ripped to pieces who had been shamed openly and had his family and friends desert him, who had lost everything he had, been hung on a cross and thrown in a hole in the ground. All of a sudden, it was a man who had come to hell to take back the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Because a man gave it up, a man had to take it back. This might have been the Son of God, but he came as a man. And then just like God made a fool out of Satan when he made that which would overcoming out of the dust of the ground, one more time he did it again. He made a fool out of him by a man who had been beaten and cut and slammed and spit on and thrown in a hole. Yes. And Jesus made a show out of him openly. He ain't so bad. He has no authority. He has no power. I have the power. He went to the right hand of the Father. And as he was going to the right hand of the Father to become an intercessor for you and I where he remains yet today, I'm talking about Jesus. On the way, he said, oh, by the way, man, Here's the keys back. Hold on to them this time. And then he said, go and gather in the upper room. And there is going to come power will come upon you. The promise of the Father. The power there is translated dunamis. It means, or we translate from it, the word dynamo. The word dynamo leads by word structure to the thought revolving power or the more it turns, the more power it generates. He dumped something in that little area of the world and they gathered in the upper room and all of a sudden there came a sound like a mighty rushing wind and tongues of Fire were upon their heads and they began to speak in another language and they got so excited the room couldn't hold them so they spilled out into the highways out into the roads and then that ignorant fisherman Peter stood up and said these men are not drunk being but the third hour of the day as you suppose but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh do you know why God sent the Holy Ghost to dwell in us not just for power but understand the real essence of the power the power of knowledge 
He said the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all, not some truth. Will lead you and guide you into all truth. And the paramount essence of that truth is that we have power and authority over all the works of the enemy. And that includes what he's trying to do to our homes, our health, our finances, our marriage, and our world. We have power and we have authority over him. And what heaven is waiting is for you and I to take the keys to death, hell, and the grave and insert them in the slot and kick open that door and walk in and take back what is ours. Instead of hanging around yes. and holding out mm -hmm. and biting our nails, mm -hmm. lest the devil really get mad. Mm -hmm. I can't help it. I'm just it's beyond my control. No, it is not right. beyond your control. Right. With man, it seemeth impossible. But not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Greater! Is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Nay, in all of these things you are more than a conqueror. Not on the other side, but in the middle of them. You are more than a conqueror. You have that power. You have the authority. But see, Satan doesn't want you to know that. He wants to tell you, you there's nothing you can do. He wants to tell you, you're just an old human. You're not a very good one at that. You didn't graduate from college. Or, or if you did graduate, well, you don't have your master's. If you do have your, well, you don't have your doctor. Well, if you do have your doctor, well, you don't have it in the right area. Hello? And he wants to say, well, your folks were nothing but alcoholics. Or he wants to tell you, look at you, you ain't no good. You, was, look, you, 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 you were abused as a child. Or he wants to tell you, oh, you ain't nothing but a loser. You don't do nothing but make mistakes. You're on your fourth marriage. You are nothing but a four-time or a three-time loser working on the fourth one. You know what he says, don't you? Oh, you ain't nothing but somebody. You ain't nothing more than an alcoholic who's now calling yourself a Christian. Big deal. So you go to church. Big deal. I'll get you back. Oh, yeah. You're going to find yourself in the cave again. And when you do, I'm going to get you to reach for your old buddy, Jim Beam. Instead of that, Jesus guy. If he was real, you wouldn't be in the cave. If there is a God, why are there problems have you ever heard so much gall in your life the giver of the problems is saying if there is a god there wouldn't be any problems no the reason there's problems because of you you liar you ought not talk about him that way pastor you might get him mad it's too late but the bible calls him a liar and the father of all liars do you know every day he goes in the throne room and accuses you? Yeah. You know that? The Bible says that he's the accuser of the brethren. That's right. Used our ticket to go to heaven. Now God kicked him out. God kicked Satan out. But man has access to heaven. 
We just don't go there. We do actually in prayer. But Satan's using that. And here's what Satan does. He shows up every morning and he shows up to accuse you. See, he leaves you telling you how rotten you are. Anybody ever had the devil telling you you're never going to make it? You didn't blah, 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 blah. And then he goes directly to heaven. And then he sits there. And this all happens quickly, of course, but he sits there and, and Jesus, excuse me, the Holy Spirit says, well, John Smith is asking for a blessing financially. He's a tither. He's a giver. He's a covenant son. I recommend the blessing. God says, oh, so let us bless him. And Satan jumps up and says, point of order. He is an alcoholic. He does not deserve a blessing. I don't care if he does break some money to church. He's no good. I was watching him today, and he did some wrong things. And Jesus stands up and says, shut up. <laughs> now, I could take time and give you about 100 scriptures on this, but you'll get this if you hold on to it. And what Jesus does, he says, check the Lamb's book of life. Find John Smith. So the angels, see, they still go by books there. <laughs> you know. Oh, I can't bless you, it crashed. <laughs> Oh, there he is, John Smith. Yeah, oh, 3920 Sycamore Street, Des Moines, Iowa. Yep, there he is, right there. Jesus said, I just need to ask you, does it say he is an alcoholic? Uh, uh. The devil said, oh, yes, he is. I watched him drink for 30 years. What's the book say? Well, I don't know. There's a bunch of red. That John Smith was really a bad one. <laughs> there might have been something there at one time, but it's all been blotted out. It's been covered by the blood of the Lamb. He's been forgiven. All I know is that he's a son of God. He's a covenant keeper. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him. The devil's telling you, you don't have any power. And God is waiting for you on this earth mm -hmm. to turn it loose. Right. The blessing that's already been decided on yeah. in heaven is ready to be delivered. Yeah. And all God is waiting on from you yeah. is instead of saying, oh my, I, I, I wish I hadn't paid my tithes. I, I, I don't know. I just, oh, I just go, hmm, hmm, God's waiting for you to say, Father, I thank you. I am your faithful son. Don't know how you're going to take care of this debt. Don't even care. I just thank you that it is done. In the name of Jesus. Let me, let me, let me tell you a story, then we're going to, we're going to do communion. That's all you've been doing is telling stories. All I've been doing is quoting scripture after scripture to you this morning is what I've been doing. Tell you a story. On our anniversary... 
we had a bid. Some of you don't know, Betty and I own a business. And, and uh, anyway, she did, it was my anniversary, and I, I had a bid to go on. And so she said, well, don't worry about it, honey. She's such a great wife. She said, I'll just go with you. And it was in the Amana Colony, so that was cool. You know, we're going to have dinner, lunch. And so we went up there, sold it. And then uh, she said, honey, I, you, you made an appointment for tonight, too. I said, oh, you've got to be kidding. No, no, no. Where, where, where is it? Way south of Osceola, down by the Missouri line. I said, oh, what is it? She said, it's a house and windows. Said, Ooh, money, money, money. <laughs> I said, honey, do you mind? Let's celebrate by selling a big job. She said, no, that will be great. <laughs> really romantic. <laughs> so I went down there, and I may, it was hot that day, and I measured that whole house. I don't know, it was about a 5,000 square foot ranch. It was a monster measured that whole house out and, and uh, looked the windows all over. About then the woman pulled up and, and she said, and I said, I, 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 I'm just figuring, this was a lead Sean gave me. I said, I'm just figuring the last of it up. And she said, figuring what up? I said, your house for siding and, and windows. And she said, I don't want my house sided. And I'm, I'm in the car, right? She's on Betty's side of the truck. She's on Betty's side. And, she's, and, and I looked over at her and I said, well, what do you want? She said, well, can you get out and I'll show you? I was disgusted. So I got out of the truck and I looked, and there was a little section of the house. And she said, I just need that repaired. I, I felt like saying, what do I look like, Mr. Goodrich? And I said, really? Yeah, yeah. I said, what about the windows? Well, there's this one. windows and I looked at it and I told her how much it'd be she, oh that's way too much I got back in my truck she was back over on Betty's side and I was so disgusted I looked at that and I quoted her price about 10 times more I didn't want it I didn't want her and I sure didn't want no stinking Missouri border <laughs> and she said oh oh well, how much for this other little patch job? I still disgusted. I piled it on again. We got any contractors here today? You know what I'm talking about. Go on. God knows what you do for a living, brother. Lift you. <laughs> Acting like, no, uh, I'm, a, I'm an attorney. <laughs> and I, I, I was so disgusted, I piled it on again. And he said, oh, that's a good price. I'll take it. And then I got convicted. <laughs> so she had a leaking problem, so I just took care of that for free. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Lady, I really overcharged you. I don't know. <laughs> she was thrilled. Best bitch she'd got. In fact, it was only the second one because nobody else would go that far. And he arrived on a horse. No, well, not really, but. So anyway, make a long story short. So we did the job this past weekend. I made about 10 times more than I would have, would have on a normal repair job in Des Moines. And 
was at a job, went to start my truck, and the spirit was willing, but the engine was weak. <laughs> and it just went, uh, 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 and I said, ooh, not sure if it's, it, it, it could be as little, called Betty said, come get me. I said, it, it could be as little as a fuel filter or, or, or a fuel pump. Well, I mean everything about that truck that God gave me is expensive. At least I don't have any payments. But anyway, so put it in the shop. The woman called me back and she said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> when it starts that way, friends, it ain't going to be good. <laughs> Anytime anybody starts a conversation with you, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of labor. And I said, just how much? And she told me the amount. And my first impulse was, oh, God, where are you, Lord? I gave you that offering last Sunday. Let me put it this way. Fix my truck, buy another car. <laughs> and, and it dropped in my spirit. And the Lord said, oh, you've got way more than enough to take care of that. Because <laughs> I gave you that job that you charged so much for. Remember that? I don't know what those people do for a living, but God used them to fix my truck. Oh, God doesn't work. Oh, yes, he does. The Bible even says he'll take the wealth of the unrighteous or the wicked and give it to the righteous. When I walk by them fat cats sitting in their Mercedes with a 30-inch a, a cigar And some Jim Beam. I don't ever say, oh, God, they got all the money, and here I am. I say, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> what did all of that have to do with this series? Well, let me just show you. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. That's where we've been. Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And the 11th verse, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, schemings of the devil. He wants to make you feel poor. He wants to make you feel hopeless. He wants to make you feel helpless. But he's a schemer. He's a liar. Anytime he tells you impossible, Lift up your hands and start praising God. And say, Lord, if he's, that so, if he's so concerned to try and talk me out of this, you must have a miracle in the making for me. Dream big, people. Believe big. Trust big. It just has to do with God. And let me tell you something. He's more than enough. He's more. He's bigger than your problem. He's greater than your situation. His assets are far beyond whatever your liabilities might be. He is Jehovah, and He is our friend. He loves us.